and welcome to Blazepod. It's uh, well, it's that time of year when you have absolutely no idea what day it is, but apparently it's Sunday. It's the twenty seventh of December. My name is Ben, and uh, surfacing from the mound of food that you're probably still eating, I imagine, over the last couple of days, mm. it's Andrew. How are you doing, mate? Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas to you, mate, as well. Yeah, we're eating a chocolate just before uh, I start talking to you, actually. So that's uh, still going strong. That's quite all right. That's uh, I think levels of professionalism can take a little bit of a dive during uh, during this kind of period. So if you want to keep keep uh, munching on chocolate while we yeah. talk, it might. Yeah, uh, it might be more Give you an hour break, actually, from it or whatever we do. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, um, yes, happy Christmas to everybody out there. Uh, a, a less happy event took place last night, being, of course, uh, another game for United, which, of course, means another single goal defeat, this time to uh, to Everton, who go up to second in the Premier League. I do feel like every team that's beaten us this season, with the exception of, yeah. uh, obviously, West Brom, and, and probably Man City, weirdly, but I feel like every team that's beaten us has gone into the top four, like, immediately yeah. after beating us. So, like, Leeds, Arsenal, Villa, you know, not, not just the good teams, like Liverpool, Man United obviously did it, Southampton went third, didn't they? And uh, Yeah, everyone, yeah, Leicester went to second, didn't they, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we lost to one of the best teams in the league by a single goal. Uh, I think in a vacuum, that's sort of no shame in that. But no. this was pretty deflating when it was a. I thought it was a pretty boring game. Um, I thought that once Oliver Burke went off at half time, uh, game plan such as it was went out the window, and we did not have any threat for the rest of the game. And a, a goal for the opposition felt inevitable, even though you know they weren't mm. really doing anything. Um, how about yourself? What were you, what's your thoughts from this one? I'm not saying this in a in a cocky way or a, a let's all laugh at United, but I think I message you. About 60 minutes in, I just put uh, a fiver on one nil Everton because I just thought it was so obvious. Yeah, I, I just I, I, I don't want to do that, but I, it was just so obvious what was going to happen, weren't it? I mean, Wilder's right in his after match interview where he said, "Well, we didn't look troubled, and we didn't, but this is United 2020 version, so yeah. this is a one nil loss coming up." Yeah, we well we just. Uh... We just have a lack of quality about us. That's why we only have two points. And unfortunately, you know, even even our most reliable players are still making mistakes every now and again. And, and the yeah. the decisive goal here, pretty much the only chance that Everton had in the entire game, I'd say, apart from um, uh, a Calvert Lewin volley, which is actually harder than. Uh, yeah, that'd have been a fantastic goal. That it one, it would have been fantastic. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a moment. But the, the goal itself, Basham, uh, the ball gets sort of drifted into the box from a central area. Uh, Basham with a really poor defensive header. I don't know what he was really trying to do, but he basically heads it back to the penalty spot where he don't really have anyone near it. And uh, yeah, a couple of good touches from Everton who do show a bit of quality. And uh, Sigurdsson finds the bottom corner. And uh, yeah, that was that was that. I mean, what, when did they score that? About the 79th minute. Yeah, it's not like 80th minute. I'm going to say yeah. And uh, yeah, as, as so often this season, there was a feeling of well, that's uh, that's game over right there. And you know, we had a little bit of a flurry at the end. Um, McBurney sort of uh, slapped one wide with the pretty much the last kick of the game, I think, but didn't really create a chance. I've got to say, I'm livid that Pickford's played two straight games at Bramall Lane and. I think the most uh, the t- most testing shot he's had is a mishit Johnny Egan cross from forty yards that was probably mm. going over anyway. How annoyed yeah, are you about that? that? It's three games actually because in the away game against Everton we had one shot and it went in. Mm. Our, our shot to uh, goals ratio against Pickford is actually one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That game we had we had two. Sh- uh, sorry, yeah, we scored two goals from one shot, didn't we? It was, yeah, uh, that was a wonderful time. Uh, if only we had that level of level of efficiency. 
through the rest of uh, this season. And um, this is the thing, like as you said, and you, you summed it up really well with the sort of um, in a vacuum, one 0 loss to Everton at home. They're a good side. They're going to finish top eight. Can't complain. They're a better team. They they, they, they hammered us in that home game really last year at Goodison Park. They were the better side again last year. So it's not as if we've fell off a cliff that dramatically. It stands out, but it's just another one 0 defeat, isn't it? Yeah, and, and yeah, there's just this air of inevitability about it all, I suppose. Let's, let's talk about yeah. the team, because uh, mm. we finally got what we wanted, or did we? <laughs> mm. So, three strikers start the game, McGoldrick, Brewster and, uh, and Oliver Burke. Yeah, from the the you know the lineup posted by United's Twitter, it looked uh, it looked like um, uh, excuse me, McGoldrick would be playing as a number ten behind yeah. the two strikers. Very much signed me up for some of that action. You know, we saw a bit of that at uh, at Brighton. It looked very positive indeed. McGoldrick has been, I would say, our most confident looking player in possession this season. You know, the yeah. pretty yeah. much the only attacker, midfield or attack, who's um, you know looked. Looked happy to have the ball at his feet and like he like he might actually do something with it. Um, yeah, yeah. But but then as the game started, it, it wasn't quite like that, was it? It was it was more of a four three three slash four five one with um, uh, McGoldrick out wide on the right, which was a little bit wasted to be honest. I, I, yeah. yeah, like I say, it was a you know this is what you wanted, but uh, just just not quite what you wanted to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what did you think about them? Yeah, I think that it's sort of we all want it. You're all excited. You're thinking back to those Duffy days, aren't you? Mm. You know, when he's threading passes through and stuff. Just didn't happen. I think for I think that I think we sort of tried to do it in an attacking sense for about 25 minutes, and then Davies was just getting so much space that we basically went to a four-five-one. I thought um, in the, in the the latter half of the first half. Yeah. And yeah, it didn't really work. We, to be fair, in that first half, we did compete. It was just, it was a terrible match. It was a terrible, terrible game of football. Yeah. And we were in it as much as Everton. It's just that Everton have that quality. Um, but we said before that we would like to see change of tactics because to make us excited to see what happened. But I think it just shows that we just don't have the players, do we? Probably not. Um, well, certainly not. And in, in to be like a, a mid-table team, I think this season anyway, or even no, stay in the league. No, but. Um, no. Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, you said about that, you know, trying to get close to Davis, but I mean, we didn't, did we? I mean, it, it was no, just so easy now. for him. And I, I just think, as as you're watching it, and I, I felt a bit sorry for us again, and I, it's getting to that stage where, I can't remember who said this, so forgive me, but someone said it, the commentators are now talking to us, talking about us, like we're a dog who's about to be put down. <laughs> <laughs> They're like feeling so much sympathy for us. And that's how I feel watching is you're like, oh, they're trying, look at them, they're trying, but yeah. they're just not very good. You know, they can't do it. Yeah. And it's it's really sad to watch it uh, because I think Wilder's right. I don't think, I think the commitment were there. I've seen some people, again, criticise the work rate and all this sort of stuff. I disagree. I think we're getting out uh, muscled and, and now, and even maybe even outrun, but I don't think that's the lack of work rate. I think that's just poor positioning and, and poor physicality and poor tactics tactical play by the players yeah actually you know I was pretty happy with the first half to be honest it was like we, you know we've, we've stayed in the game it's nice to be not losing for once at half time you know that's pretty yeah. pretty rare that that happens so far this season um, I thought Ampadu and Ben Osborne which is I mean imagine if um, if I told you six months ago we'd be starting two central midfielders and there'd be Ben Osborne and Ethan Ampadu yeah, I mean, I would have uh, <laughs> whatever I would have been holding, I would have dropped. I think so. Yeah, hopefully not my child. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's on paper. That is not, despite what Chelsea fans may think about Ampadu, that is 
that is not good. That's that is championship level midfield. I think it's interesting. Ampadu, we we touched him a little bit last week. That I don't know if he's just getting caught up in this bad team, but he looks like a player who's not going to be playing his career at Premier League level at this moment. He's still young, obviously, could come back into it, but I don't think he's ready at the moment. Yeah, it's very early days for his career in it because he's barely played. Uh, what well, I think before this season he played like one Premier League game or something like that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, sorry. that's what I mean. It's, uh, Bruce is a very similar thing. Bruce, Bruce is getting loads of armour. How many games does he play? Is it twenty senior games ever? Something like that. Yeah, it was about twelve it, for twelve for Swansea, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, it, the, these players might come back. I'm not writing them Ampadu off or Brewster off as players overall right now. They're nowhere near, are they? Yeah. Um, I, I realise I just like basically criticised Osborne and uh, Ampadu and chucked a load of disrespect their way, but I thought they were really good in that first half. Like you know, yeah, yeah, were great wide, yeah. Probably the absolute maximum we could have asked them. Osborne, particularly to be honest, you know, defensive work was great. He you know moved mm-hmm. the ball on really well. That midfield too, as I say, on paper, that's like oh my god, you know, sharp intake of breath going up against uh, you know Decore <laughs> and Davis aren't amazing, but I would say they're, no. they're levels above yeah, uh, yeah. what we're putting out there. But yeah, I thought both of those did really well. We stayed in the game, as I say, we got McGoldrick on the ball a few times. Defensively, very solid. You know, kept Everton to very, very few shots. I think just a couple from long range, apart from uh, Jackie Longfellow reminding us that he himself is probably a Championship level player. Um, mm. Yeah, that was, that was really bad this match, actually. Uh, was it? I, see, I thought this was the only thing really that he did that was not okay. Well, uh, go on. T- he got barred out otherwise. on the ball again in the second half. Again, oh, on the touchline. Going... And he's just out there like almost, I don't know, he just, he's so weak and slow, like, for, for this level. That, mm. I mean, you know, he got, this that's happened like four or five times where he's just completely either been done for pace or done for strength. And I just think he lacks awareness and stuff like that in terms of, like, the danger zone when, when the balls are coming in and things like that. Um, he puts the puts the effort in and stuff. But I have to uh, shout out to Pompey, and this is really hard, and I don't want to be, I don't like doing this, but it, it's too funny of a nickname not to talk about. Uh, he called him C3 out of Tempio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was really poor, to be honest, Robinson. But they all are on that left-hand side, so... Yeah, it's, am I mistaken, or was he more a full-back that we are playing at centre-half when he was at Forest? Yeah, he played full-back more, more often for... When we signed him, they were all... The Forest fans on The View from our did were all saying, he's not going to get past Stevens. So I think it was, there, it was him that they felt it was going to be challenging rather than O'Connell. Mm. Uh, yeah, it doesn't... Like, I, I, uh, I've talked about it loads of times, I guess, but I, I think he's OK as a, like, backup Premier League yeah. defender. Play but, a cu- um, couple of cup games, couple of league games. Yeah, yeah exactly. But <laughs> every week is a problem. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't watching as closely, but I, I thought he was OK. It was just, yeah, that one moment where, uh, I think, as I said to you, he... Uh, he made a bad decision and then executed the bad decision badly, which is uh, <laughs> instead of uh, yeah. instead of challenging for the ball with Calvert Lewin, which admittedly, you know, he probably would have lost that header anyway. Calvert Lewin's amazing in the air, but it would yeah. have at least made the situation more difficult. He kind of he kind of dropped back, didn't he? As though he was going to sort of tack it on his chest or something, and yeah. instead Calvert Lewin went in front of him, flicked it up in the air. And this on. is what I mean by the sharpness and stuff, and the, men, mm. the mental side of the. I don't think he reads it that well and stuff like that. It's mm. just. Yeah, I, he just looks. He's, he's one of the uh, many players that we've got at the moment. I think is just looking out of the depth. Yeah, uh, and sadly, he is probably the best option there at the moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who? Just looking down our team, who do you think is like? <laughs> this is a bit of a curveball, but who do you think is? Uh, who would you give a pass to this t- season in terms of like, you know, 
that's a, a, a C plus kind of, or just a C to be honest. We were doing like the, uh, the school grades, C and I, above. I think it's four players. Um, uh, well, immediately spring to mind. You sprung this on me, so uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, sorry. So, so uh, apologies if I've missed him on. But I think <laughs> Basham just for his work rate. I know he made a mistake in this game, but I think mm-hmm. he's been one of our better players. Egan firefighting extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> diving around i think he deserves you know a, a pass this season i think baldock's been decent certainly defensively i don't think he's got took on many we all know he's he's not the best going forward but i think in a defensive sense he's been good and i think mcgoldrick uh, again i thought mcgoldrick were by far our most dangerous attacking player again yeah i think i i agree with a lot i haven't thought about this myself i've literally just sprung to my mind i'd throw burke in as well i think it probably is a c grade kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah that's fair enough yeah. um purely because as we saw yet again tonight he is uh, excuse me, last night. He's the only player that can create something himself, uh, you know, just to his physicality. And that's that's what he did with our only real chance of the game. Just, uh, you know, mm. basically a throw in round the corner. He he leaves Decore in the dust, which is no mean feat at all because uh, Decore is a similarly large human being. And yeah, uh, yeah he's pretty unlucky. You know, it's tight angle, fizzes it across goal uh, and it goes just wide. And yeah, that really was the closest we came. And it, it only came about because of his ability, uh, both physically and technically, I suppose. So, yeah, I, w- I would give him a C as well. Yeah, Egan's the one I would. Egan's the one that always springs immediately to mind as like, I don't know what more we can ask you to do. To be it, honest, yeah, I, this is what I'm about to say. Actually, I think those four players, they, they've uh, bowled up, maybe not, bashing, maybe not being as good. I think they're doing what. As pretty much as much as you can ask him to do, they're they're on a side of low confidence. They're, they're making mistakes themselves, but I think those four players in a decent team, playing as they are, you know, they're getting seven seven out of tens every week. They're looking poorer because we're poor. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and I guess it's you know it's the frustration of uh, we set up in this way where we've got the three attackers on the pitch, but then we just didn't create very much at all. And you know, yeah. another game goes by where Brewster just barely touches the ball I mean I was I looked it up because I thought is this another game where he's, he's you know had it like five touches or something like that but he did actually touch it 28 times which you know in, in 76 minutes isn't amazing but it was about 20 more than I thought it was from uh, from memory to be honest but yeah you know he didn't have a you know not even a not even a moment where he, he could have feasibly had a shot at nothing or anything like that you know we're just um. we're just completely unable to get him on the ball at all mm. um and yeah McBurney comes on in the second half and I don't think it was entirely down to McBurney. I think it was more than the lack of Burke who had gone off injured, but yeah. I really felt that was just game over then in terms of us having it was, any chance. I think it was a strange sub in the sense that you you know, you put Moussa on for the pace, don't you, for instead of Burke. Mm. Um yeah, obviously to me I don't know what's happening with Moussa. While I had a little bit of a dig at him yesterday in the after the match uh, uh interview with Andy Giddens where he said he's got to do more and he's never fit and mm. yeah, completely agree with him. McBurney's not fit himself, I think that were obvious. I mean, he's got once again got loads of stick, but you're playing with an injection. I, I, you know what I mean? It's he's it, it, difficult for him to come on and influence that game anyway, but I think he got a bit more stick than he deserves. Yes, yeah, but when was when did we play Brighton? Have I missed the game? When did we play Brighton? Uh, when did we play Brighton? Some last Sunday, yeah, last yeah. week. Right, last so- week. So that was our last game, wasn't it? Sorry, Christmas. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Christmas with a one-year-old, my brain's a bit fried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is, a, it is an ask. I mean, obviously, they know what uh, his physical condition actually is. But, yeah, like you, I was, you know, I, I've often extolled the virtues of um, Ollie McBurney, but I was I was pretty disappointed that we were going to go with, you know, take off our one pacey attacker, 
and replace him with someone who's just not that quick. And yeah, it just didn't work at all, did it? And then we created nothing of until until injury time. Yeah, uh, I also really did not like Norwood coming on from a goal trick. That is a just. I mean, I think whatever you think, I could sort of understand that they were dictating play. You put another midfielder on to try and you know sort of stem that. I'd rather have a bash in midfield again, to be completely honest. I, I don't know what's happening. With, I'm not pinning the defeat on Norwood or anything like that, but wow. He came on and did like two fouls within five minutes. Uh, just got taken on like time after time. Terrible with the ball. Just, yeah. It just really, it was a poor sub in the sense that I could see what he was trying to do, but Norwood playing as he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it was pretty obvious. What we both, I think, texted each other saying, "Oh my god!" <laughs> because I mean, the thing about Everton, they're a physical side. You know, they, they're, they're pretty fast of the ball. They, they like to break and stuff. It's just every Norwood's nightmare. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And you know, I've got to assume McGoldrick's going on for fitness reasons. You know, it, yeah. That, that I mean, at first, yeah, Brewster's coming off for Norwood, and I thought, yeah, I could see that McGoldrick could drop to a little bit deeper. Got another man in midfield there with Norwood. Yeah, but then when he went off, I'm thinking. I mean the the gap then between the midfield and the and the strike force was just ridiculous. Yeah, it's not like uh, McGoldrick was you know completely exerting his influence or anything in the second no, half, no, but no. you know you're taking off as I said one of your most uh, impressive attackers this season for someone who's really having a poor season. I will say the case with the defence with Norwood, he actually ended up creating more chances than any of our other players <laughs> because uh, because That's of the set it, pieces, yeah. put him on set yeah. piece detail, and uh, yeah, he created four chances. I think. All three of his corners found a blade's head and, you know, were headed over and he had that, um, I think, the cross that ended up with uh, maybe Steven sort of smashing one over the bar. That was such a funny shot. I, I've never seen a shot like that. It was just like karate time, weren't it? <laughs> yeah, and, and that, uh, I think I said this to you, but that, that really did illustrate to me just this this feeling of like, uh, it, it, we're just really uncoordinated. You can see the lack of confidence, yeah. like... Every time we have to do something like slightly above the bare minimum of playing football, it looks like it looks like we're trying to learn how to do it again. Almost, yeah. you know, I know Stevens is good at kicking a ball. We've seen it yeah, like yeah. for three years, basically, but it doesn't look it at the moment. And it's you know, I'm, I'm just singling him out here because we, it was that specific shot. But yeah, you, I mean, I could say that about like 15 players this season. It's all of them seem to have just been. You know, collectively, are just in this rut, and it's uh, it is one of those things that is just going to get worse, obviously, with uh, with each passing defeat. And and this is where you move on to next season, where people say, I mean, I don't know how easy or hard it can be to. I mean, this, it's not just a rut anymore. I don't think, is it? We're talking if you go into last season, we're talking like over half a season now. Wow, it actually is, isn't it? Yeah, we're 50, yeah, fifteen uh, plus. Uh, uh, pretty desperate performances from our big players. Yeah. In terms of Fleck and Stevens and people like that, and it, and you, you do, I, I, I'm sort of siding towards a little bit of a maybe phasing out the old guard, bringing in the new. To be honest, because I think I don't know how you can turn around the bad form of these players uh, mm. at their age. Um, I don't know how you motivate them again to, to to go again. To be honest, I think it might be better for everyone in terms of their, for their career for to have a move. Yeah, this you know, there's a, there is an increasing body of evidence now that um, some of these players may just have peaked, yeah. and they're on the on the downward slide, particularly those who are in their thirties, I guess. So, I think um, the difficulty is, and we were all cheering it, so I'm not having to go at Wilder or the board. They're all on big contracts now, aren't they? <laughs> well, they're on extended contracts. I don't know what. Yeah, the, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, the financials are. I'd be surprised if we're chucking, you know, if we if we made Norwood like a highest paid player in the summer. No, no, no. We, I think Flake might got a fair bit though. I don't know if anyone will take that way, John. To be honest, and see, mm. if you know, if, if I if I got the chance now, and I, I'm not disrespecting these players because I think they've been fantastic for us, but just for their own sort of for my memories of them, if nothing else, I, I'd, if you told me Stevens Fleck and Norwood are left tomorrow, I'd be pretty happy with that because I don't like seeing it. I don't like seeing what's happening to these legends. I'm just going to clip that first bit that you said there. <laughs> Get them out. Get them out. <laughs> January no, 1st, you know can't I mean? come it's soon not, enough. It's nothing against them. They will always be heroes to me, and I'm not criticising. They've done so much for the club, and it, that's what makes it harder. It's not like we're talking about the Atkins team, who yeah. have done nothing for us, and I'd happily can sit here and say, Dean Allen's rubbish. He's done nothing for us. To, to say it about Stevens and Fleck and Norwood, difficult, difficult to do. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I was sort of uh, yeah trying to reconcile this in my own mind earlier actually, but it's I, I do feel sorry for these players, and I, I, the reconciliation is like well they're on loads of money and you know like yeah, oh, yeah, what yeah. a hard life being a footballer that whole conversation kind of thing, but I do feel sorry for them like I'm sad for them I want them yeah. to do better for me so I feel enjoyment at watching United again but yeah as you say you know like we don't want it to end like this you know their careers at United finishing with a, a catastrophic relegation in empty stadiums, this kind of thing. But That's it. And that, that, that is it. It's not... I keep saying this, um, so I apologise for repeating. It's not just that we're going down. That's fine. Going down this season, disappointed, go down with 30 points. It's fine, though. It's understandable. We've got the lowest wage bill, players are peaking, all this. To go down in this way that we're doing, it's, it's just... I mean, it's horrible to say, but for, to the wider world... These players, and arguably this manager, unless something changes, uh, are forever going to be remembered for this season above everything else by the wider world, not by United fans. And yeah. that's just not nice for them. And it's not fair, really. Yeah, it is interesting the amount of uh, obviously non-United fans who are like, you have to sack Wilder, get rid of Wilder yeah. immediately. And, uh... and I understand that from the outside. I completely, if I were looking at it thinking, how's he still... We've said ourselves that this is unprecedented that a manager yeah. has had this start and not been sacked. Yeah. In the modern era, this has not been done before, as far as I know. Not that I can think of. Um, yeah, I, I did, the, the one I remember is actually Derby, um, the 11-point season, because they sacked Jewel, and then did they bring in McCarthy? No, they what? sacked Billy Davis. Right. Paul Jewel. Well, in Jewel. And it got, I think it got worse. It got worse. <laughs> yeah. But he hung but, on. Billy I, Davis I, had won a game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's I get think, Billy Davis in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a mix up with Sunderland, actually, who I think the season they had the terrible relegation. Yeah, McCarthy they was. McCarthy and got, oh, I can't remember who it was. Oh, were it, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, oh the long name guy, beginning with M. The one name guy? The, the long name long guy. Name. Oh, uh, Rennie Moulenstein. Oh well, well, well remembered and well pronounced. Yeah, that's good. That yeah, you've been working on that one all Christmas or something. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I do know what you mean. I don't don't think changing the manager does anything. But if you talk about this season alone, you could change the manager if you want. And believe me, we're we're still going down and we're still going to be awful. Um, Yeah, Peter Reid got to it. I'm just reading now actually, and Howard Wilkinson came in. Right. Okay. uh, In the first eleven point season or whatever it was that they got. Uh, and then uh, it was Mick McCarthy left. Ah, of course, I've got it's Ricky Sabriga. Uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. The guy anyway, was he was assistant at Bolton Money for ages. <laughs> yeah, but, but you nailed Rennie Mullenstein. Anyway. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it's small steps. <laughs> 
Who did Renny Muhlenstein manager? Was he ever the Sunderland manager? It was a Fulham manager. Fulham um, manager. Oh, yeah. he, he, I think he was the Fulham manager when we beat them in the FA Cup, actually. That's right. Yeah, yeah I've mixed him up with Ricky Sabriga or whatever he's called. <laughs> Two weird names. I think they're both British as well. But anyway. <laughs> Where, old Rene is Dutch, but uh, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I mean. Anyway, back Rene, to... Yeah. Anyway, anyway. What the hell were we talking about? Oh, yeah, managers. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh, I, I don't know. You, you you were pretty angry after this game, I think, weren't you? you I think you were off to punch a wall or something like that. Is that fair? I wasn't absolutely fuming with the um, the the. It's just the same. I, I were angry in the sense that you're just thinking this is. I were angry almost that I've got no enjoyment anymore. I'm yeah. going to miss the first half of the Burnley game, so I'm working on Tuesday. Right. I'm not bothered. And I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I'm not saying. I, I, some fans say this, like, oh yeah, you know, I'm not bothered about missing. It. I'm glad. I've never felt like that since the Atkins days. Um, I've never, ever felt to the point where I thought, do you know what? Quite a relief not having to watch this game. Yeah, Boxing day yesterday, all day, I was sort of, you were hanging over me almost, thinking, oh, I've got to watch them later on. <laughs> and, I, and I don't want to feel like that. And then you watch the game and it's the same thing again and again and again. And it's almost like a joke. It's almost <laughs> it's almost like a comedy, a bad comedy I mean, of... Yeah. Let's change everything around. Oh, what happened? Yeah, lost one nil again. You know, you can imagine like the dad coming in to the in a sitcom saying, "You know, lost one nil again." Just yeah, and it, it's just it's it's frustrating, really yeah. frustrating. I know what you mean. I think I'm 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 a little bit there. I think I'm more just inured to defeat at this point. Like, yeah, I was yeah. I was thinking earlier, like, what's it gonna, like? Let's uh, let's go go crazy and say that we actually win a game this season. I think I'm just going to laugh, like you know, and, and a little bit of a shrug if that happens, because it's yeah, 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 because it's so meaningless now. I mean, it is. Who cares? Like you know, I just... mean, we're playing in an empty stadium. Um, in what we got left, how many games is it? Twenty four, twenty three, something 23, stupid. Yeah. Twenty three games coming up that mean nothing. Yeah. To us at all, and I mean nothing. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah, 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 and uh, a little bit of pride, I suppose. But mm. the actual, like, you know, the footnote of the season or whatever, I guess it'll only matter if it ends up taking us uh, above eleven points, that kind of thing. So, and that's that's in my, and that's what I've never had to see. This is what I said last week. This team is not as bad as the Atkins team. Wilder's a better manager than Atkins, <clears throat> but th- I've never felt this bad about United in the sense that this season's done. And we're not. We've just hit Christmas, and we started late. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, just on that note, actually, like a timing thing, and this kind of ties together what we we're just saying with managers as well. A little bit surprised at the reaction to yesterday's game. I yeah. so the reason I asked if you were angry was I was kind of just like, yeah, you know, well, there's NFL starting on the other channel, <laughs> like you know, yeah, it's gonna yeah, yeah. put my feet up. Uh, I'll have a think about this game tomorrow, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm still full of uh, festive cheer and all that, yeah. and. Um, yeah, you sent me a message, uh, and I, I poked my head above the parapet that is Twitter. I was like, mm. "Whoa, what's going on here?" You know that uh, yeah. I don't know what program it's from. You know that GIF of the uh, the guy walking into the room with like the pizza boxes and a big smile yeah. on his face, and everything's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was basically me. And and to my my question here is like, is this news to people that we're bad and we're going to get relegated? Like we've been like this for weeks. I mean, you know. Like, Last chance saloon was West Brom, surely. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to tell people how to feel, but I, yeah. I was surprised. 
Basically. It was like a Chav's wedding on Twitter yesterday, I thought. <laughs> just people arguing, wives getting involved, <laughs> you know, and everyone's sort of just kicking off. I got it the same as you, I went on, I was like, hang on, someone's had a go at Jay, God bless Analytics, someone's had a go at Phil, everyone's just having a go at everyone, I was like, this is amazing, I had a few drinks at this point, so I'm quite enjoying it. <laughs> Like, you like, come you, on, give me more. We're you not know, steaming in with your burner accounts, like just yeah, gonna, stirring the pot. He's an idiot, isn't he? Yeah. You know, that Jay Blaze is nowhere near as good as that Roy, is he? <laughs> Shout out to Jay. Fight, fighting the good fight. Yeah. Oh, Keep massively, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was just the anger. I, I can only think that people have had too much to drink over Christmas and they were either hungover or drunk and decided to take all their frustration out on Twitter because... Yeah, it was just like you said, br- brilliant analogy with the uh, walk in and everything's just on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry for anyone that was angry because I, I genuinely, you are more than entitled to feel like that. I was just, mm. um, I was just surprised myself because, uh, yeah, I guess I've just moved on to that stage of acceptance <laughs> several weeks ago, I suppose. Um, but yeah, the the thing I wanted to say here, there, there seemed to be, uh, and this ties in with with what we we're just talking about, but there seemed to be more conversation about Wilder's. Uh, future here than mm. than i was expecting in terms of like wait why are we having this conversation now like you know surely six weeks ago was the time to properly have that or however long ago and yeah as i kind of put to you i mean the point where it would make any sense at all to change managers long gone like th- there is no yeah. point whatsoever and i i will be fully toys out of the pram if we make that change now i don't care like if we go down with two yeah. points or whatever obviously i'm going to be embarrassed and it is a disgrace of a season but yeah. for the long-term prospects of this club i think the time to review the manager's position is not this season but next season mm. you see how you know the players that we've invested all this money in and that is a black mark on the manager for sure yeah, you know yeah, yeah. We spent all this money and the team's got worse and it you can't just say oh there's no fans and oh we've lost o'connell and that's it, throw your hands up. You know, you've got to have contingencies in place for this kind of drop-off, I think. Mm. But I, I do think there's just... My personal point of view is there is absolutely no point changing manager. I think that is would be very damaging for the long-term <laughs> future of this club. And, uh, yeah, basically just sets on fire all the good stuff that's come in the last four years in terms of building us from an utter mess in yeah. League One, which we and were... I totally agree with you, but at the same time, I, I'll sort of bat for the other art, the, the other team. Uh, <laughs> and you can see, you can, I can understand why people are saying, let's change a manager. I, 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 do think, I don't think you can just say you're an idiot for, for saying that because we've got two points out of 15 yep. games or whatever it is. And like, as we've said, neutrals looking in are saying, "Why is that man still manager of Sheffield United?" Because they're not, they don't know the full story behind it. I can completely understand people thinking, you know, he's not, he can't motivate these players anymore, and picking out the the recruitment, which has been poor, no doubt uh, about that. I'm, I'm with you. Don't get me wrong, I don't want him out, but I do think, I, do, I think, it, I think it's more of a debate than it was. At the, uh, it, it's not as ludicrous as it was ten games ago. Yeah, no, I, I get people thinking that. Um, I just, yeah, I, I, I just don't mm-hmm. see any sense in it now. Like, I mean, no, no, gonna... no, the season's done. Forget about it. The only, if you think that you, there's a better manager out there who can uh, get us back. If you, if you're thinking about like new season starts tomorrow, what managers you want? Uh, you can pick any manager you like to take you up from the championship, right? Realistically, if you mm. think there's someone out there better than Chris Wilder, I'd like to hear it. Yeah, and I guess and, uh, and there might be. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying there is no one better. I just don't know. I don't think there is anyone better that I, I would rather have. 
Yes, I'm uh, right there with you. Um, yeah, and you know we talked about the players, kind of uh, the the older players being phased out and stuff. And you know we have signed younger players. I know they're not covering themselves in masses of glory over the last two seasons, but almost everyone we signed is in their sort of early going on mid twenties. So that that squad turnover, if that needs to happen next season, some mm. of the building blocks of that are theoretically in <clears> place already. And you know, one thing you can say about almost all our signings is they have done it in the championship very recently. Done yeah, it yeah. fantastically in the case of players like McBurdy and Brewster, obviously. So, yeah, that's. Um, I, I think it makes total sense. From my point of view, it makes total sense to uh, roll with this manager into next season. Yeah, and, um, I think a lot of people do. Like I said, I think a lot of players probably need clearing out. I, I don't know. I, I think it'll be difficult to mo- motivate them again in the way that because we, it were a, a bit of a miracle well it was a miracle that we went up from the championship weren't it with the wage bill and everything so motivate these players again to go again like I'm talking about your Flex and your Norwood Stevens and stuff and them knowing that if they get to that level they're probably not going to get another chance there are they let's be honest Yeah. so this is why I think we, we need to be thinking about offloading <clears throat> some of the the main men um, and the and the big players for us in the past four years, but yeah, I think he can do it. I think he I think he can build another good side. And I've said from the start that whatever happens, I think he deserves a chance to build another good side. It's one terrible season out of five unbelievable ones, basically. Yeah, and uh, as we have said all along, as as bad as we have been, it's really strange that we only have two points. You know, the amount <laughs> of close games. A lot of it is down to our lack of goal threat, but. The amount of close games we've lost instead of drawn, or uh, drawn instead of won, I suppose, or lost instead of won in, ca- in the case of like the West Brom game, for example, it is astonishing. And uh, I think any other season we would probably be sat on like nine or ten points or something like that. And yeah, 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 yeah. you know, we'd probably still be in the same situation of like, well, we're going down, but I think we'd be a bit more like, well, we're not that bad. You know, we're just we're yeah. just one of the three worst teams this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last last night's game was was actually the lowest uh, expected goals uh, any team has put up against us so far this season. Um, which yeah, does make it all the more frustrating. And I think uh, I have not had the time to look back through every game, but I think it's the first time we had more shots than the opposition as well. I think it was ten to seven, something like that. It's just uh, very few of them were very good shots, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And old uh, old Pickford didn't have very much to do at all, frustratingly. Um, any anything else you want to say about Everton? Any individuals you want to pick out, or from I either team? I thought Everton were really, really, really poor. Um, they were missing three of their better players, though. We have to, I mean, imagine Rodriguez in this game; it'd have created havoc. I think that is an important <laughs> caveat, and I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, yes, Rodriguez, Richarlison, yeah. and who was the other one? Um, go on. I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> Someone <laughs> good. Someone good. Uh, oh, who was it? Hang on. I'm just looking at the Everton squad as, as we do this. Um, uh, Alan, the midfielder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, the, so that is most of their midfield, their best midfield, isn't it? Basically? Yeah, yeah. So the three of their best players out, and they were they were poor, and they could have lost it. A better team beats them on that performance, I think. But, you know, mm. a scrappy win, which is what you do when you're, uh, when you're a decent side, that... Little bit of quality. We weren't really quality that much, but they had more quality than us, I think, on the day, and that's what won it for them. Yeah, I think the, the goal itself, it, it just illustrates. I mean, it was just a microcosm of the difference between us and the rest of the league this season, to yeah, be honest. You know, yeah. we make a poor header, they have two good touches, and then it's, you know, a, a good finish right into the corner of the net. Ramsdale, no chance. Oh, I, th- I really thought we were going to get that precious clean sheet, you know, for old, uh, old Ramsdale. I thought my Christmas yeah. wish of uh, an Aaron Ramsdale smile was going to come true. 
but I sadly I said to not. you um, when he dropped that ball in the first half, his recovery saves are so good. I'm starting to think he's doing them on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was so, one of... Go on, sorry. So, again, it was a bad bad catch for him, but a really good reaction to him yeah. to uh, put off the, the player again. So He probably was bored after all the other games this season that... Uh... Yeah, you know, he only had a couple of shots to save up to. Uh, well, basically, yeah, people are playing for the goal again, but I think that's just going to happen forever now. Like, I think if someone taps it in from one yard out, you're going to be like, "Where was Ramsdale? What's he supposed <laughs> to do? He's right in the corner." Like, you know, teams yeah. score goals occasionally. It's just every goal. I mean, I thought it'd be like a little bit like this with uh, Anderson going, but not to this degree. It's like every goal, I was like, "We should have saved it." What? <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing that one. I'm afraid, and I. I'm, I actually specifically have watched that goal over and over again for that purpose, just to uh, <laughs> just to see if there is any hypercritical things you can kind of say about yeah. it. But nah, come on, it's right in the cut. It's one of them where as soon as uh, as, uh, as soon as I saw Sigurdsson about to shoot, sorry, that was a weird mouthful. Um, yeah, you know, it's like, in, no. as I goal, yeah, um, and and so it proved to be. Yeah, a couple of chances for us right at the end, if you want to call it that. But Bernie, I mean, at least we made Pickford dive in uh, in injury time with that Always shot. Good to see. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, pat on the back for that one, I suppose. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to overreact to this one too much, which I think this is why I'm just fairly chill about it. You know, disappointed, I guess a little bit upset that it's just another game that gets away from us. But, yeah, Everton are a good side. You know, we are missing so many players now, aren't we? And you've just got players all over the place in terms of, you know, Osborne in a central midfield too, Ampadu playing central midfield for us. absolute mess. Like, yeah. I, I genuine mess at the moment and a lot of that's to do with injuries and stuff and and suspensions and what have you but yeah just it'd be a lot easier to accept if there are only like five or six games to go i think i think the fact there's 20 out of these things still to go including the fa cup who knows you might win that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean some of it's on the manager i'd love to see like a side by side someone wants to uh spend uh you know a dull afternoon doing this just like show me a a picture, like a screenshot of every lineup that we've played this season, and mm. I'd love to see the changes in personnel. And yeah. I mean, I guess the shape the shape has been the same, but you know the the pieces within that have been shuffled all over the place. And yeah, we just haven't had a consistent. I mean, look, this is this is a bizarre thing to say because we've moaned about you know change the shape, do something different, but <laughs> yeah, we've barely had consistency at any stage. I mean, how many? I think we're on six players at left centre back, aren't we? Midfield, yeah. we've had all sorts all over the place. Up front, God knows who our best two strikers are, or, or indeed best three strikers or best one striker. So, um, yeah, and obviously uh, that does fall on the manager to to solve that, and I guess that's what we're trying to do. That's why we're shuffling it about all the time. But, uh, yeah, 15 games in and no real signs of that yet. I hope we play... Uh, I do hope we try McGoldrick behind two strikers next game. I mean, Wilder said this afterwards that we've, you know... We've got nothing to lose. Well, we haven't had anything to lose for ages now. So uh, yeah, yeah. Is that a press conference this morning, Wilder? By the way, I don't know if you know um, about the Burnley game. And yeah, mm. he's he's basically saying all the right things in terms of you know everyone's trying, but we just don't have the quality. And he must be getting to the point where he's thinking, you know, what what do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he sort of yeah, I think he sort of said that in his post match interview. Yeah. It's just like just the same thing, basically. I mean, people have joked to us, haven't they, that we could just like. You know, release the same podcast, just yeah. uh, just crop out the name of the team and replace it with a new one, and yeah, it's pre- it's pretty much the same. And uh, yeah, it's on him to break that cycle. You know, I've 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 said uh, I still want him to be the manager next season, but 
at the same time, you do have to acknowledge that yeah, this is his responsibility. You know, it's not it's not by chance that we're getting relegated. It's it's on him, and it will be a, a black mark on his unbelievable career up to this yeah. point that, uh, that this has happened, I suppose. And, you know, as I say, we've, we've spent that money on players that haven't improved us and in some cases have kind of seen us take a step backwards, I guess. Um, yeah, anything, any final thoughts on Everton, this game, etc.? A quick word about Burnley? No, just, just the same as always, isn't it, to be fair? Yeah, well, OK, let's let's talk Burnley. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be a, a I'm just slightly... watching them now, actually. Uh, yeah, 1-0 uh, to, to Leeds. They've got a corner now, so live... Uh, the keeper's Wait, up. This football taking place today? Leeds are beating Burnley 1 0 with one minute of injury time left. The, the corner has been cleared. So I'm so confused about what day it is. I re- <laughs> I, about five times I've thought it was Monday today. And it would be a bank holiday anyway, even who it was, I suppose. But oh, it's confusing. Yeah. Um, I thought you were like joking, like you're watching highlights or something. <laughs> no, no, no. It's on in the background now. I thought I'd keep an eye on it. Um, yeah, uh, free kick to Burnley now, right at the edge of the area. So it's exciting, exciting time for our relegation battle. This. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to jump in. But. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, w- with all respect to Burnley, um, I think it's fair to say that if we thought this United-Everton game was dull, then... Uh, oh, this is going to be an awful match this year. <laughs> it's one of them where you'd be surprised if there's more than one goal, wouldn't you? And uh, yes. Yeah, I think we all know which way it's going. I was shocked to learn this earlier, but uh, us and Burnley have scored the same amount of goals. We have both scored eight goals they have 13 points and are 16th, even with this loss that they are about to incur, unless something else happens. And we have two points and we are last. Um, it's not like they've even conceded that uh, you know that many goals less than we have. They've conceded 20, we've conceded 26. It's just they have managed to squeak out a couple of wins, yeah, whereas yeah. we just always lose. I mean, that's... <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> that's unbelievable, isn't it? They've only scored eight goals in 14 games now, but yet again, they're going to stay up and we're going down as a uh, international embarrassment. Um, <laughs> international <it's>... embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, football's a global game these days. I'm sure everyone's... Uh, everyone's. You know, if you hadn't looked at the Premier League, you'd probably just have a glance at the table and be like, well, yeah. they must have had a points deduction, I suppose. They're going to administration, two points from 15 games. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I have a lot of respect for Burnley. I hope that we follow their model of um, get relegated, Bounce keep the back. same manager, come straight back up, and in three years' time, you're still in the Premier League. Yeah, you're always finishing fifteenth or sixteenth or something. But hey, just you're not... lost, by the way. Full time whistle, the mighty lead, march on. Yeah, all the way up to eleventh now. <laughs> yeah, still got less points than we had at this stage last season. Yeah. So put that out there. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's probably going to be a game between two low quality teams. Uh, and Burnley are probably going to win one nil. <laughs> it's going to be one nil. It is going to be one nil. I think we'll probably concede about yeah, thirty-five minutes, something like that, off off a set piece, yeah, and then we'll you, not do anything. Yeah, you're preparing your betting account, are you? I've already put a five on Burnley. <laughs> I certainly have. Yeah. It's um, just, I don't want to encourage gambling, but it is. It's just free money at the moment, and I'm just going to keep riding this until yeah. United win. But like I said, I put that one nil on yesterday after like with ten minutes to go or whatever. I just thought it was so obvious, and I don't like saying it, but it, it's just clear what's going to happen. I think everybody, even the players, must probably know what's going to happen. Sadly, yes, yeah. I'm just, it just it probably makes me less of a fan, but I'm just going to keep taking the money until uh, until I get burnt. And uh, yeah, there's yeah. No, no sign or of it. Or become a millionaire. Or become a millionaire, yeah, and then and buy us a new. Uh, 
a new team, something like that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Good plan. Yeah. Uh, fixtures. Is this our final game of uh, of the year? Or do, no, we. No, yeah. it is. Yes, it yeah, is, yeah. The final, um, get, final. What a brilliant year it's been. And um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're finally then we've got Crystal Palace who. Um, <clears throat> I've obviously played well. They're on an awful run, aren't they, at the moment? Yeah, I, I put this to you yesterday. I think Palace are like a drunken Burnley, where the highs are higher, the lows are lower, but they always finish like fifteenth or sixteenth, and yeah, 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 never really in danger of getting relegated. Yeah, this is. I mean, uh, I did feel this was uh, uh, even starting with Everton. Who I know we're up to second, but I don't think they're. I don't think they're a superpower in this Premier League. I do think they're no, beatable, no, no, no. particularly when they're missing three of their best players. I did feel yeah. this was a nice little run of fixtures um, where we could get some points, obviously starting with Brighton, but then you go Burnley, Palace, uh, Newcastle with uh, Bristol Rovers in the FA Cup in the middle. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it continues to look bleak. Let's let's see how we end the end the year against Burnley and then... Uh, Imagine if we win the next three. We're, we're back in it. <laughs> so where would that actually take us? Like, let's, Probably let's, bottom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we go level on uh, on on points with what Fulham have right now, so yeah, that's something. Yes. Yeah, we we probably if we won our next thing, we probably would be like only a win off safety or something like that. Come um, on, we can do it. Come on, we would also <laughs> uh, equal Derby's points total. So mm. um, easy, easy money. That let's let's get on it. Starting against Burnley. I mean, yeah. Look, it's good. I mean, I said this is my dad last night at half time. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good, you know, and. We kept it tight against a good team, and who knows? Maybe, maybe one of these tight games will actually nick for once. That's but... what's incredible. That is, I mean, we mention it all the time, but I still can't get my head around it. How many games we're losing by one goal? We are a bad side. I don't think we've been unbelievably unlucky or anything in these games. It's been a matter of time a lot of the times where the other teams are going to score, but it's, it is weird, isn't it? It is weird. At the same time, I just think it comes down to that lack of goal threat. Um, you know, lack of technical yeah. quality in front of goal. Like I said, you know, when it comes to creating a chance or taking a chance, we're just not there. We're all over the place. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Jay tweeted this yesterday. You know, the conversion rate. Uh, mm. I think it's like five percent of our shots, like one out of fifty shots or something like that. I think it's just Mad. Yeah. less than five yeah. percent are going in, uh, and the league average is obviously way above that. But yeah, it's just um, apart from old uh, old McGoldrick having a decent season. It's yeah, just, uh, yeah. He nearly scored again yesterday. Didn't he? Being disallowed, but you know. Yeah, I know. Ah, oh, that was yeah, nice bit of play. That was in that first half. There was some good things. I know we didn't create anything, but you know we had some. There was moments where we looked a bit more confident on the ball. You know, we were kind of building from the back, playing out from the back a little bit. Um, there's still too many like panic and give it back to Ramsdale who kicked it out for a throw-in kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. there were a few good moments. That's why I felt good about Osborne and Ampadu and the shift they put in in central midfield. But. Yeah. Yeah, as uh, as the second half started and Burke went off, um, it just quickly became apparent that it was slipping away from us, and uh, and so it slipped another defeat, and uh, yeah, on we go. At least uh, I think Burnley, it's an earlier kickoff, and it's six o'clock, so get a six bit o'clock. Yeah, like I said, I'll miss the first half, but um, I, hopefully when I when I come in, we're four 0 up. Yeah, just like last season, or the home game, three 0 up after half. Three yeah, oh god, so so long ago. Don't don't mention these things to me. Yeah, I should not, 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 not the day after Boxing Day when everyone's a bit downbeat. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> is that so? I might have said that was tomorrow. Sorry, it's on it's on Tuesday because today Tuesday, is Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday. I need to get you on for that for for Nolan to <laughs> <laughs> Yes, get on it. Uh, right, mate. I think that's uh, that's probably all we've got to say about that one. Is it was a, a, yeah. a pretty dull game to be honest. Uh, yet another defeat. 
who knows what the future holds for the Blaze heading into January. I'm really curious what we do transfer-wise, you know. We, there's a conversation mm, we can yeah. have in more depth next time. I know we've touched on it already, is it, but... Is it the 1st of Jan? Yeah, usually is. That yeah. it opens. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's interesting because, um, yeah, a couple of couple of days away, really. But I can't see much happening, can you? I think it'd be... Who'd want to come? <laughs> well, yeah, this. I mean, yeah, this. you know, kind of joke about it, but genuinely... This is why it's interesting to me. Any player we've signed has got to be really bought into the long-term future of the club. For ne- I mean, they've they've got to know they're signing for next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they, you know, unless it is a loan and it's just you know, complain the Premier League for four months or whatever and get your name out there and get yourself a bigger move off the back of it. But that <laughs> that doesn't sound like the kind of player we should be trying to sign. To be honest, yeah, and I don't think that's a good career move for anyone <laughs> coming yeah. into us anyway. To be fair, but yeah, so it's going to be. I mean, you know, we we talked about a couple of players in the Championship, haven't we? And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, it's it's just whether it's that pull of, you know, while the stock still exists. I know this is a nightmare season, but mm. he was the uh, LMA manager of the year two years ago. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah it's all promoted from every single division. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, you, you would think in some ways, anybody we do sign is going to be an ultra professional, like fully committed, fully bought into the, uh, the long-term plan. So there's a silver lining for any signing, I suppose. Yeah. just, it's going to be really interesting actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, Sack it off, personally. But <laughs> yeah, well, we may well do that, and uh, there's there's probably uh, plenty of merit to that strategy as well. To be honest, of uh, you know, just just write off this season from a financial point of view and uh, think about next season. So yeah, yeah we'll uh, we will see how that goes. Right, let's uh, let's wrap up there. Do you want to just tell people where, as always, to find your wonderful stuff when you're not? Yeah. Uh, starting arguments with people on Twitter <laughs> uh, it's um, www.roysviewfrom.com or follow me at Panchero on Twitter I've been posting some good pictures of kangaroos recently I did see there was a very buff kangaroo post yeah one of my favourite kangaroos um, yeah I saw this guy and I just thought yeah I think people deserve to see this buff kangaroo so <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, did you get any Christmas presents that might bring us luck in the way that Les Dennis's autobiography uh... did not I've got a cup uh, of the WWF wrestler Virgil. Mm. Um, so I could, I mean, in fact, I, know, I was drinking out of that yesterday. Um, so that was, yeah. so no, I, think, I, I didn't get anything United related. You, you did, though, didn't you? I did. I got a very nice uh, arty style mug from my brother and uh, a funky cushion from my dad, a decorative yeah. cushion with uh, with the, the laver kit on it. And, uh, I've seen and, it. Uh, it looks brilliant, that, to I mean, be fair. Yeah. It's very nice indeed. Yes, it's going to... Uh, reprimanded gonna... my mum for not buying me one, so... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Andrew's mum. Yeah, go. well, the thing is, I think because none of my family or friends have bought anything United-related this year because I just, for the past six months, we've been, oh, we're absolutely rubbish. Like, yeah, it's probably <laughs> just like the uh, the, the sort of, <laughs> it's like the, the conversation, like the pre, when you go around to someone's house and you have the conversation beforehand of like, look, let's, let's just not mention this. Like yeah. the, you have yeah. the pre-game chat of like, okay, if this comes up, What's uh, what's our outs? Like, how do we move the conversation on? <laughs> it's like Brexit comes up or something like that. Like, yeah. what's your get out clause for the Brexit <laughs> conversation? Yeah, maybe that was it. But it's okay. We're all we're all uh, we. You and I are pretty chill about it. It seems like we're, yeah, we're on a bit yeah, of an yeah. island, I think. But um, yeah, no, I, there's no, some I thought people... I were quite upset yesterday, and I went on Twitter and I was like, I'm one of the calmest people in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. Right. Uh, oh, just one final thing. Actually, I just want to say. Uh, Thanks to everyone who uh, tweeted us such nice messages over uh, over Christmas. That was very kind of you. 
Uh, I don't know, don't know about you, mate, but I enjoy doing these things. And uh... yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, a bit hard today because we're a bit tired uh, after probably a bit more grumpy than usual, actually. Because <laughs> you're just knacking, aren't you, at this point at Christmas? It's just sort of, you know what I mean? I mean, I've not even really seen anyone this year, but I'm still absolutely shattered. <laughs> <laughs> well, go and uh, go and put your feet up, eat some more chocolate, and uh, and watch yeah. whatever the uh, the next football is that's about to take place today. And uh, yeah, we'll finish there, mate. Um, yeah, thanks. Uh, Thanks for taking time out from your hectic, festive period to record <laughs> this. And uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll be back after the Burnley game, even if you uh, will have to catch up on the first half later. Yeah, as, yeah, you, yeah. as you say, hopefully there'll be plenty to catch up on. From well, the to be honest, I've been missing the first half. I, I can't see it being more than two or three shots that I've missed. <laughs> That would certainly be in line with most of the season so far, but who knows? We'll we'll see what happens. Um, cool. Right, mate. We will finish there. Thank you again for your time. And, uh, yeah, I'll catch up with you later. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Big thanks to Andrew. Thank you, as always, to yourself for downloading and for listening to this podcast. And, finally, a big thank you to a sponsor of BlazePod, and that is, of course, Glistening Kicks. Now, do you ever look down at your shoes or trainers and think they could use a bit of a touch-up, then look no further than Glistening Kicks, a Sheffield-based business who deliver high-end cleaning, restoration, and weather treatment services for shoes, sneakers, and trainers. Glistening Kicks will remove loose dirt and debris. They'll give laces, shoes, and midsoles a deep clean. They can also touch up any scuffs or imperfections. And if you're looking for a repaint due to damage or general wear and tear, they can take care of that for you too. Whether it's a pair of designer shoes or a well-loved and much-worn set of favourite trainers, Glistening Kicks offer local collection and return in Sheffield and the surrounding areas, including Rotherham, Barnsley, Chesterfield and other locations in South Yorkshire and Derbyshire. They also do nationwide shipping via their safe, fast and reliable courier service. So you can be sure your footwear is in the best possible hands. Should also mention that Glistening Kicks is run by Blades fans and they now offer a service to add a Blades logo to your trainers, or if you have a Wednesday fan in your life that you think needs cheering up, uh, which is probably all of them, I guess, uh, the Wednesday logo is also available. Save yourself from spending on a brand new pair. Give your existing kicks the treatment they deserve. Head to glisteningkicks.co.uk and book your service today. That is glisteningkicks.co.uk. Plus, follow them on Instagram at glistening underscore kicks for a closer look at the great work they do in making shoes and trainers look their best. Thank you. Thank you.